Hello, and welcome to the GBA Way podcast. Today, I'll be your host. My name is Joy Kerr-Owens. We have turned the tables on Russell Howe, your usual host, and today, I'll have the opportunity to interview him about some of the work that he is currently doing at GBA. So welcome to the podcast, Russ. Well, thank you, Joy Kerr-Owens. It's my pleasure to be here. Alrighty, well, we're going to jump right in. You have been hosting this podcast now for how long? Roughly a year or so. Wonderful. And in those first couple episodes, you really focused on some of the origins of Great Valley Academy and how those early days were really a foundational time in setting up our community to be one really focused on a developmental approach to education and visual learning. Tell us a little bit about your personal origin story with Great Valley Academy. Oh, gladly. Uh, Let's see. So I taught primarily uh, language arts in traditional public schools in Fresno area uh, for about 10 years or so. And I would have to say that I was largely dissatisfied by my personal and professional experience. I simply found myself wanting to accomplish more on behalf of students. And I felt like it was becoming an industry increasingly focused on the adults more than the students. And so I love the kids. I love my coworkers. I love my job and yet often felt dissatisfied. And circumstances played out in such a way that I, I had uh, taken a test and earned my preliminary administrative credential. Uh, I was, you know, the, the single income for my wife and at the time, two, maybe three kids at that point. <laughs> and uh, it just felt like the responsible thing to do to earn my admin credential and make sure that I had the opportunity to provide stability and, and um, more uh, financial assurance for my wife and my kids. But I really didn't want to be in leadership, partially because of the leadership model that I had been exposed to and some of the the politics and and dysfunctional behaviors, I kind of kept that a secret because I didn't really want to to lead within those teams, but um, the district somehow became aware of, of that and began to pull me into some leadership opportunities. And again, that only kind of further strengthened my resolve that that's not really what I wanted to do. And then a series of circumstances unfold that led me to to feel it was time for me to to put my resume out as a potential administrator. And GVA was one of the schools that contacted me and put me through a pretty rigorous process of, you know, I I think I I read a book by Glasser uh, and and wrote a a paper in response to that and which almost disqualified me. I learned later that my my paper was just too negative. Oh my. Yeah. The English language arts teacher almost failed a paper. I almost I almost failed the paper portion of the hiring process and which in retrospect doesn't surprise me a ton because like I said I was I was pretty dissatisfied. And I I didn't know anything about charter schools per se, but I was thrilled by the idea that people were intentionally doing things differently, that they were looking to disrupt the current model and the current state of education 
for the purpose of better serving kids, that got me pretty excited, but it also painted a clear contrast to what I was experiencing, and that definitely came through. But somehow, some way, I made it through that stage and spent a day at GVA Modesto shadowing the, the principal at the time, Cy Cole. <laughs> I remember he would, we would go into classrooms and spend about five, 10 minutes observing, and then we would walk back out, and he would ask me what I thought, and I would tell him what I thought and then he would stare at me and hold eye contact for a few seconds and then he would turn and walk away and we'd go to the next one it's terribly stressful experience yeah that doesn't sound intimidating <laughs> at all it was a little intimidating but it was also it was still enthralling uh, you know he was a, he was a brilliant guy and and I got to see the unique culture of GBA Modesto and the amazing teachers and students that were doing great things and um, and so continuing that process a couple of interviews ultimately I was offered a, a position as a part-time vice principal and part-time GEMS teacher. Will you explain to the listeners what GEMS is here at Great Valley Academy? Absolutely, Joy Kerr Owens. GEMS stands for Gifted and Exceptionally Motivated Students. So it's similar to GATE in that we were, especially at that time, looking to serve our, our higher achieving students, our accelerated students, and make sure that we were intervening for them in a similar way that we would intervene for our struggling students by giving them access to content that was appropriate for them. Um, and the first time, I actually declined the offer for, for a variety of reasons. Uh, it was a difficult decision. And Cycle called back and, and, and made another offer. And it was a, a pretty powerful moment where doing the list of pros and cons had already compelled me to say no. We had... You know, established pretty deep roots in Fresno. We had some very dear friends. Um, you know, I, I in, enjoyed the role that I was in, and it just did not seem it was the most prudent thing to uproot our entire family. And then I remember my wife and I going out to dinner and talking it through some more and praying about it. And at the end of that time together, there was a unique level of clarity that this is what we were to do. And so at that point, I accepted and then, so so we move, right? We moved to Modesto. I joined the GVA team. I'm very excited. But middle management was my goal. I, did, I had no desire to take on the responsibility of running a campus. My dad was a principal for several schools, both elementary and high school. And I, I saw him navigate the battles and the struggles and, and the frustrations, and probably better than I would, because he's got a little tougher skin than I do. Um, and so I saw that and, and wanted nothing to do with it. So I was really happy to just settle in as a vice principal and GEMS teacher and play that out. But I, it was probably two or three months into that role before Cy Cole and Dr. Rosenau approached me and said, hey, we have an opportunity to open a school in Antica, and we would, we would like you to do that. And I was like, oh, you, you guys are crazy, first of all. <laughs> but secondly, you know, if this is just the next step in this process and, and it serves GVA and the organization, then count me in. And I knew that I was going to have to learn a lot and grow a lot and mature a lot and that that process was going to be a significant part of, of that work for me personally um, to grow and mature and lead. Um, and I, I'll, I'll pause there to say that uh, that was... Um, a unique opportunity that I, I still feel spoiled to have had, right? I mentioned my dad's journey as, a, as an educational leader and moving into, into school sites and, and teams as a change agent, 
And I, I so early in my career got to start a school from scratch and, and hire people and cast a vision and, and get us all moving in a direction. And I still marvel at that opportunity and, and what a rich experience it, it was. Yeah, and I think that um, anyone who has set foot on the GVA Salida campus is well aware of your tremendous impact and the systems that you created that has made that school um, a place that really does um, embody safe, loved, and learning. And GVA has been um, so incredibly lucky. I mean, you say that you were spoiled, but I think that the, the students who were able to receive an education under your leadership would feel the same way that they too really um, had a stellar experience because of your leadership on that campus. So thank you, Joy. You're welcome. So let's talk about that's kind of your origin story for how you came to GVA. Um, let's let's go ahead and look at your transition story and we're going to kind of fast forward through your time at Salida, because that is a maybe a, a whole nother podcast for another day. Easily, We're yes. going to fast forward from, okay, Russ Howell joins GVA to this new role that you have taken on, this next big step, this next big transition, this next opportunity to create and grow and affect change. So why don't you tell our listeners, what is your new role at Great Valley Academy this year? So my official title is Director of Education Services and Innovation. And I think Tom added the innovation piece specifically for me because I had talked to him at one point last year about ultimately wanting to help champion innovation um, within Great Valley Academy. So that is, that is the title, that is the role. It's a role that didn't previously, has not previously existed at GVA um, and so it's another opportunity for me to, to build something and create a vision and hopefully that um, it offers great service to the GVA students and staff and community. What are some of your responsibilities in this new position? What are some of the things that you oversee when we hear these words, educational services and innovation? What work are you doing to support student and, six, and staff success? Yeah, well, that's a great question that is still being shaped, I believe, as of now. Right out the gate, part of my opportunity and responsibility was in support of other leadership positions. So I get to work very closely with Rup Panu, interim principal of Salida, Brianna DeVisser, principal of Modesto, yourself, Joy Kerr Owens, principal of homeschool. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is a I, I love being able to work closely with those people and offer support and leverage the experience that I've had over the last 15 years or so. So that's fantastic. We have added instructional coaches for each of the site-based programs. So GVA Modesto has Grace Gilham moving into a part-time uh, instructional coach role, which will ultimately transition to a full-time role. Crystal Tanaka, instructional coach in Salida. I get to work directly with them in supporting that work and um, and driving the, the the gains we hope to uh, accomplish through those roles. I get to work with Patty Perales, who helps us with our, our data and accountability and service of our multilingual students. Uh, so supporting those people and their efforts in those programs is a significant part of, of my role. Uh, I am I get to directly influence really you know curriculum and instruction. Uh, the innovation piece, charter schools exist 
to support innovation within education. And GBA has several examples of that, most readily observed through the GBS program and the smart math system and the smart reading system. And so being able to help champion our intentional efforts to innovate within education. Um, you know that I'm working on improving our attendance across the board, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I think one of the more significant efforts initially is about creating greater connection and alignment across the organization. Uh, you know, GVA Modesto, I think I came year three in GVA Modesto, so then opened GVA Manteca year four, and then there was a lot of transition in leadership on the Modesto campus. And so they kind of had their own path while simultaneously Manteca is crafting their own. And so we were under the same organizational umbrella. We had the same values and the same vision and the same mission, but we're working largely in isolation in pursuit of a unique model that, you know, that served our community and our needs. And years later, that, that remained largely true. And so I feel like a big part of, of my work is beginning to connect the campuses more closely to be able to benefit uh, more greatly from having two large site-based programs and a homeschool program within like a, a basically a five mile radius. We have not fully leveraged that. And I think that there are profound opportunities for us to better serve students and better accomplish our goals by working in, in harmony with one another as opposed to working in isolation. And so I think there's a lot to gain from that. Yeah, that sounds really, really exciting. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the GVA Way podcast. This may feel like a bit of an abrupt transition, but it's our goal to keep these podcast episodes down to about 15 to 20 minutes going forward to make these episodes more accessible to everyone in their busy days. So we're going to pick it up again next time in part two of my conversation with Joy Carowens, talking about all things GVA and particularly this, this new role of director. Thank you so much. Have a great day.